friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. I have a really special um, guest on with me today, Chrissy from Overcome by Your Testimony. She is a mother of four, um, ages 19 to 1. She is a wife. She's a paralegal by profession, but an encourager by passion. I love that. Um, she's a content creator and a writer, and um, that's actually how I came across her page. We met through Instagram, and I just love all of the incredible encouragement that she has on there, the content, the verses. I mean, daily I am encouraged by her page. Um, so Chrissy, can you kind of tell us a little bit about what led you, first of all, to naming your page Overcome by Your Testimony? I'd love to hear about that. Okay, hi. Um, so based on the things that I've posted, you can clearly see that I've gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I think somehow I had made a promise to God that if he brought me out, I would share my testimony with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure how I would go about doing that because I thought maybe I would be testifying in church or whatever, but it didn't really happen. So um, Instagram wasn't even on my mind, to be honest. Social media was the last thing on my mind. But um, I think one day I came across that verse, Revelations twelve eleven, and it says, um, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, mm. the words of their testimony. And um, I remember going to my husband and saying it to him and asking him what um, he thought of that verse. Mm. And I remember him saying that um, whenever we go through anything, it's best to share a testimony with others so they too can overcome. Mm. And in so doing, um, you will conquer the enemy. Mm. I didn't even know testimonies were that important, right? So right. I I thought about it some more and I prayed about it, spoke to God about it, and then I decided, okay, my ministry, I, at that time, I didn't even know it was going to be a ministry. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I like this name, Overcome by Your Testimony. So that's how it all started out. I then um, created a website. I started doing some YouTube. Instagram was the last thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you're great at Instagram, so I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's very cool. I actually haven't really heard that verse talked about very much. I love that you brought that up. Um, so tell me a little bit about how you came to know Christ. Um, were you young? Like, was it middle of your life? When did you come to know him? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so I grew up in most in a Christian home mostly. My mother was a very strict. Um, we had to go to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Tuesday night, Thursday night, mm. Saturday practice, and back at it Sunday again. Mm. Um, I remember back in the days, I think there was a strike. I don't know if you know what that is, like a protest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We used to take taxis to church, and there was a protest, mm. and there were not, no taxis um, on the road, no taxis at all. Oh. And... Um, we had to walk to church. And I tell, when I tell you, it's probably an hour walk. Wow. We had, yeah, we had to walk to church. My mother was very dedicated like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 
everyone pretty much got baptized around ages eight or nine. All of us, like I had um, three other siblings and mm-hmm. we all got baptized. Mm-hmm. And our church believed in getting the Holy Spirit. So we all got the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, um, when I was around age 15, 16, my parents got divorced and everything kind of changed. My mother moved. Yeah, well. It was a, an abusive situation. So he mm. moved out first because, um, yeah, it was very abusive. Mm-hmm. And then they got a divorce and uh, things kind of changed. My mother changed. She wasn't so much into church anymore. Mm. I drifted, you know, mm-hmm. made a lot of mistakes along the way. Mm. And around 2015, mm-hmm. I was really in a dark, dark, dark place. And I really, really cried out to God. Mm. Um, told him I needed a change and mm. pretty much that's where he met me and um, my life started turning around from that time mm. I love that thank you for sharing that I think a lot of us have that part in our testimony where we basically hit rock bottom and we wouldn't take it back though right because that's where God met us and yes. yeah yes. wow thank you for sharing that so um, what led you to kind of creating this incredible, like, social media account you have now? I mean, were you just thinking one day, you know, I want to encourage people? Like, how, how did that all come about? All right. So can I tell you how that started? All right. So yeah. I, I've always been encouraging people, but I didn't know it was a thing. Like, I didn't know it was a gift, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I go back on my Facebook page because I've been on Facebook forever. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you've been on Facebook, you know that Facebook sends memories to you. And I've always been encouraging. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have a fan base or I didn't care about followers. I just, just, I would just go on there and just say what's on my heart. And it's just always a word of encouragement. So I realized now that I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, as I said, when I decided to start Overcome by a Testimony, I had gotten to the point where I had so much to share. Mm. And I would share it with people close to me. Mm-hmm. But I really felt in my spirit or my heart that I need to, you know, share with more people. Yeah. I just needed a platform. I just didn't know how to go about it, but I know I needed to get some stuff out. So yeah. I remember I was doing my paralegal course. And um, I was very, I wanted it so bad. When I say I wanted to become a paralegal, I wanted it to, I wanted it so bad. So throughout pandemic, I was online school, doing school. I got pregnant mm. after I had the baby because I had some tests um, during the same week that the baby came. Mm-hmm. And right after I had the baby, I did the test three days later. Like I wanted that so bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That finished, well, the course basically finished. All I needed to do was a practicum. I moved to another province and they arranged a practicum for me where I was um, placed at a law firm. It was online. Okay. And I remember it was a personal injury law firm and the first assignment they gave me was maybe 700 pages long and I was supposed to summarize it. And honestly, when I sat down before it, I'm like, is this even worth it? Am I going to do this for the rest of my life? Yeah. I'm not even passionate. I just, I just couldn't feel the passion anymore, you know? Right. It was something in me burning deeper, like something that I wanted to do more than I wanted to 
be a paralegal, which is weird because, as I said, I wanted that so bad. Yeah. And um, it was during that time that I, I went to my daughter and I said, you know what? I really want to do something. Like, what can I do? Mm. And we spoke about it and she said, okay, you can start with a website. You can do YouTube. So I started with YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And um, I reached a few people. The worst part about breaking out of your shell is that you don't get the support you anticipated. Mm. And yeah. that kind of made me feel so down. Mm. Yeah. So discouraged because you you have people around that you think would be, um, you know, pushing yeah. you and applauding you and nothing. Mm. It's nothing. lonely. Yeah, it can be very it lonely. Was- so lonely mm-hmm. and i think maybe they didn't understand what i was doing maybe they thought i was trying to get famous mm-hmm. but there's just this thing that i wanted to do all my life and for some reason i felt that the time was now and that was last year mm-hmm. and so i started with youtube and then i don't know one day i just decided you know what i'm not gonna do it anymore i did one video in particular and my mother said she was offended because mm-hmm. i was saying some stuff about my past because I didn't know my dad until I was 18 years old and I spoke about that on my channel and she got offended Mm. and I felt like you know what I'm going to say more things that will offend people like what can I do because my past she's a part of my life obviously things I say may affect her directly or indirectly do I want to offend what should I do so I decided not to bother with the YouTube and um, I've had an Instagram account for years I just wasn't doing anything with it so I went to my daughter again because she's 19, so she knows what's up, you know. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I said, I said, you think I should go on Instagram? At first, she was hesitant because she claims that it's for young people. Mm. <laughs> but eventually, I decided to start out with Instagram. And I realized that I like the platform. I didn't know it has evolved into that because when I got Instagram years ago, it was just about posting pictures. I didn't know you. you it's, 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 it's good for anything else, right? Right. When I started out, I realized I like this. I like the community. I like the support. Mm-hmm. I, I just enjoyed it. So that's where I'm at. It's an amazing story. I mean, and I think, you know, back to when your mom said that, you know, you could have just quit right then. Um, but look what God has done with it. It's incredible. Um I, I was looking at, you know, I, I love everything that you post, but one thing you posted was a reel about um, the different characters in the Bible who yeah. were, like, seemingly disqualified, like, if it was up to man's standards, but God decided to use them and to, you know, even though they had a past, um, God was going to use them anyway. How is that something that God has, like, encouraged in your life in this area you know what prompted you to share something like that yeah um funny enough i can i may not be able to relate to all six women but i can understand from the point of view that none of them were qualified you know what i mean yes yeah and um they were seen by jesus Mm -hmm. and he met each of their needs Mm -hmm. and I've experienced that in my life because even as I said, when I started this ministry, I've, I've not always called it a ministry because I didn't want to give myself a title like I'm an, an evangelist or something. Right. But I 
think that's what it's becoming now. I just need to own it, right? Right. But yeah. When I started it, when I started it, I just get the feeling like people are saying, "Who do you think you are? Like, mm. what are you trying to be?" Mm. You know, and that's why it got lonely for me because I yeah. realized a lot of people I thought were my friends, they were not really my friends, mm. and a lot of people just stopped talking to me. Mm-hmm. They stopped supporting, and it's whatever. Mm. But um. What I realize about Jesus is that he goes, if you go throughout the entire Bible, mm-hmm. he kind of seeks out those people who are not qualified at all. Right. People who are outcast, people who are looked down on, people who, people like wrote off, you know, the good right. for nothings. I remember I posted a scripture, um, I don't remember the entire scripture, but he says he uses the the things that are not just to expose the ones that believe they're wise that that's yeah. my word yeah but it's just funny the way he uses people and um mm. men men may not understand it and men men may not approve of it mm-hmm. but god you just need an, your approval from him and that's all that matters and that's how I was affected by those stories because I know I was one of them. Mm. I still am. Yeah. In the eyes of man. Yeah. Um, you know, never good enough. I've had a little bit of my past. I had, as I said, I drifted out of church. First of all, I grew up without a dad. So um, I had identity crisis, right? I didn't mm. know what real love should look like especially mm-hmm. coming from a man mm-hmm. i didn't always love myself because i felt abandoned by him and i felt like i wasn't good enough because mm. as i said i had three other siblings i have an older sister um at first i thought we shared the same dad but that wasn't the case mm. and then she was um very close to her dad because eventually she went to live with him I had two younger siblings. They were for my mother's husband, and they knew their dad. And I was this one caught in the middle. I don't even know who my dad was. I just felt like he didn't want me or want to have anything to do with me. Mm. And I didn't realize how much that hurt until I got older. Like Sometimes things are affecting you, and you're acting out, and you don't really know the root of the problem. Mm So later I found out that, you know, I had some identity crisis. I probably didn't love myself because I didn't know who I was. Mm. Um, I didn't know what I deserved. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to set standards or have boundaries. Mm. Um, and so I carried that into adulthood. Um, I ended up being a single mom of three. Mm-hmm. And because of that, a lot of people kind of looked down on me. People thought I would never make it. I would never come to anything. Mm. Um, I would never excel. I would just be left in one position. Mm. And um, I always believed that there was more. Always believed that there was more. Even when I didn't have a close relationship with God, I just always knew that he wanted to use me for something. But I just didn't know, you know? Yeah. And there was a time I didn't even know that I was seen by him. There was a time I never even felt special because Mm. I know I drifted so far from him. I was still attending church, but I didn't really know God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I believed believed the lie of the enemy. I believed everything that people said about me. And I just thought, this is it. Mm. But something deep down inside of me always, you know, 
I feel like I've always known that there is more. Mm. But sometimes what you see is not how you feel. Right, right. Because when you look at when you look at things and you look at your life, you're like, oh my god, I feel like I'm on this roller coaster. When yeah. am I gonna get off? Yeah. You know, one minute. Sometimes I was afraid to be happy because my happiness wouldn't last very long. Mm. I would be happy for one minute and the next minute something just throws me right off track, and I'm sometimes further than I where I started. You know. Yeah. Um, I just thank God for grace. Mm. I just really thank God for grace. Mm. And I thank him for choosing me. Mm. And I thank him for loving me even when I couldn't love myself. Mm. I love that. So with your relationship, you know, or your absent um, father and then looking to God as a father, I mean, was that hard for you to accept that God was this loving father who wanted to be present in your life, who wanted you, who cared about you. I mean, was that hard for you to reconcile that in your mind? Or I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was hard to accept. I, no one has ever introduced him to me like that. Mm. Okay. So I didn't know I could turn to him mm. for, for that kind of relationship. I didn't know God was like that. I didn't see him as a father or a friend. Yeah. Um, I just knew him as God, and mm. you know, he, he seems so removed, right? Like, so untouchable, right? That's how it was presented, you know. Yeah. And I think it was when, as I said, around 2015, I really started reading scriptures, mm. and every time I would read a scripture, he, he just felt so real. Like, mm. there was a time I remember this particular day I was reading the scripture and I started praying, and I could feel him like right there like right mm. there i don't know how to explain it yeah yeah but he was busy i could just feel his presence right there and that's when i knew he was real mm. and i read more and if i knew then that he was loving he was kind he cares i didn't always know mm. like i was carrying so much around trying to figure stuff out on my own right depending on people who would later let me down mm. not knowing that i have a father a friend mm. who will never leave me or forsake me I didn't know that yeah and that's a I mean that's a good thing for us to remember as we're sharing you know God's love with others to remember yeah. that they don't always know that he's this loving kind yeah. gentle father um thank you for sharing all that that's really amazing how he met you um right where you were so what is like one thing you would say to someone who's listening maybe who wants to grow closer to God, they don't know how, they want to hear his voice. Um, what's one thing you would say to encourage them in that? Um, first of all, based on my experience, just first of all, don't believe the lies of the enemy. Mm. The enemy will tell you that you're not good enough. He will tell you that Jesus doesn't love you. Mm-hmm. He will tell you that you're worthless. He'll tell you that... Um, he will even tell you that no one wants you and this is this is going to be your life forever you know yeah and nothing good will come off you or off your life but you have to know i learned this late but you have to know that god created you for a purpose each and every one of us Mm. have a purpose and the fact that you're still alive Mm -hmm. means that there's purpose in you Mm. And if you want to grow closer to God, 
just start reading the Bible. And I know it's not always easy to read the Bible because sometimes the Bible can be so intimidating. Mm-hmm. I remember my aunt, when I wanted to go back to Christ, I asked her, oh, I want to start reading my Bible. Where should I start? And she said, start with the Psalms. Mm-hmm. They're easy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're somewhat relatable. And I realized I started with the Psalm and then I wanted to just dive into other scriptures. Mm-hmm. But that's the only, that's one of the main ways for you to kind of get to know God for yourself. Right. Um, it's good to hear about him. It's good, you know, mm-hmm. it's good, but you still need to have that personal mm-hmm. experience with him mm-hmm. and just know that he's a loving father he's waiting for you to come back home to him mm-hmm. he's waiting with outstretched arms he loves you he's, he has always loved you a scripture that's very dear to me is um jeremiah where he said i knew you from before you were formed in your mother's womb mm-hmm. yeah, i meet you together like that mm-hmm. is powerful so mm-hmm. You didn't just happen. You're not a mistake. Even if you don't know your dad, even if you were an oops baby, mm-hmm. even if um, your life seems to be going downhill and it doesn't make sense, you have to know that you were created mm. by God with purpose. And he knew you. He knew you. He knew you. He still knows you. He's with you. Mm. He's for you. And that's it. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you for just coming on today. I've been so blessed to hear your story more in depth. Um, and just, I want to close this out in prayer, but first just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. No problem. I hope I was ever able to cover everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, you gave us some great, great encouragement. So let me pray for us. Oh, Lord, I pray for the sweet souls that are listening today to the podcast. I pray that they will take Chrissy's words to heart, um, that they will remember that they have a purpose, Lord, that um, they can see all of the little moments uh, that have led them to you in their life, Lord, and that they can get more clear on how you called them. I love that Chrissy um, knew that she was an encourager right from the start, Lord, and that you put that on her heart um, through all the ups and downs, Lord. You've been there for her. I thank you for her testimony. It's powerful. Um, It's life-changing to hear the story of another person, of how they came to know you and how you've worked in their life. I'm so grateful that Chrissy made the time to come on today and share with us. Lord, let's walk away um, from hearing her story and just be encouraged and to feel seen and loved by you, um, the God who knows our name. Um, Thank you for that, Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. So, Chrissy, where can people find you on Instagram? Can you share your, your name on there? Sure. So, my Instagram name is overcome by your testimony. Perfect. And then I will have the links and everything below in this episode. Oh, um, Erica, my husband just gave me a scripture. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go share it. <laughs> it's Psalm 139, verses 14. Um, it says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. Marvelous are their works, and that my soul know it right well. So we are all fearfully and wonderfully made, and mm. we just need to remember that. 
thank you. I'm glad you shared that. I think we all need to remember that. I mean, I've been walking with the Lord for many years, but I still have to go back to that scripture and remind myself that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Because like you said, the enemy comes in and tells you lies all the time um, to fight against that. And so thank you for sharing. Tell him thank you. That was perfect to end the episode that way. <laughs> fearfully and wonderfully created. Uh, well, thank you so much, Chrissy. I'm going to say goodbye to our listeners today. I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.